stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, it's a whole lot of federal political drama at the moment, but significant political developments here in Alberta uh, just on the eve of an election campaign. The Alberta Party has learned that its leader, five of its nominated candidates, have been disqualified from running in the election, face a five-year ban from running as candidates uh, because of failing to file financial statements on time with Elections Alberta. Now, this concerns financial statements from nomination battles. Now, these rules have existed for a long time. The NDP, though, uh, extended them into nomination races. So anybody seeking the nomination in a writing for their party has a certain amount of time to file these papers with Elections Alberta. So the penalties have always been there. But the change now is that it applies to nomination battles as well as the election itself. So for a, a party going into an election campaign without their leader on the ballot banned from running as a candidate, that's a big, big problem. I mean, it was always going to be a, an uphill battle for the Alberta party uh, in a race with the incumbent NDP and the UCP under Jason Kenney. This obviously makes things much more difficult. So the news came down on Friday. Well, joining us to talk about where things stand here on this Wednesday is Stephen Mandel, leader of the Alberta party. Mr. Mandel, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Good to be here. How are you doing? Very well. All right. So what what have you learned about this situation in the past few days, and, and what do you intend to do in response? Sure. Well, we're, we've made an application to the court, which is the process under the law, which we should follow. And uh, we uh, we believe we were on time. Um, there's a discrepancy in dates, but we believe our dates are right. We were on time, and we'll go to court. We have a date set for uh, next uh, Friday, and uh, we hope we'll be successful then, and uh, we'll, com- we'll continue on. You say a discrepancy about dates. Explain that. Well, there's certain dates that the uh, that the uh, elections Alberta sent to us and uh, back sometime in July, and we don't believe those dates are reflective of when the actual facts happen where we consider the nomination uh, effective. So there's a discrepancy of, of several days. And so, how are you defining that? How what, what's your criteria then for when you became the candidate in in that riding, when that nomination? Well, it's, it's when it's, it's when it's posted from the Alberta party. And elections, Alberta sees it differently. They, they only communicated to us in July about that, and then they communicated to us in January. So we don't know whether they've seen it differently or not. Um, we'll have. That's why we're going to court to find out. What did they communicate to you in July? They sent us a reminder of the dates, and um, um, and those dates were were. Um, I then passed that paper on to my my CFO and went from there. So you were aware in July, at least, of how Elections Alberta viewed the situation. Well, you know, I, I think that you know I'm traveling all summer, all across the entire province, going to one event after the other event, and um, you know that's why we're, uh, um, you know. That's why we're going into court over this. We believe that we're accurate in this. And uh, even though paperwork is important, we believe we're on time and right. And, uh, and that's that's the discussion we're going to have in court. That's why we're going there. But was, was that warning, was it disregarded? It wasn't a warning. Well, it was, it, it was, it was advising a, you of this. Was yeah, it? Just, it, was a, it was a letter they sent to everybody. Right. 
So, I mean, it's, and we pass it on to our CFO because during the course of the summer and the fall, um, like all candidates, um, from one community to the next. And, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is part of the process, but you know, something, um, you know, the whole idea of this thing is that, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about a piece of paper, you know, in a, in a particular legislation. Well, it turns out to be a, yeah. in 2016 when we have all kinds of other issues, you know, we have pipelines with, uh, and, um, a carbon tax, which was supposed to give us a pipeline, electrical, electrical costs. I mean, a debt that's incredible and we're spending, uh, this is, uh, this is a, um, part of a, this is a glitch in the process. We will be victorious when we go to court. And we're quite excited about the future of the Alberta party. We had incredible candidates and the, uh, and the future looks very bright for us. This is, uh, um, this has been a very exciting time for all of us. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to understand how this happened or, or how that was missed. It just seems to me if that letter had been responded to in July, that perhaps wouldn't be in this, this situation. Well, we passed it. We passed it on to our CFO and, uh, well, what happened they're supposed to take care. Well, he got he got sick, and he became incapacitated for a while, and um, that's part of the issue. Uh, we don't want to blame anybody for this. I mean, volunteers are vitally important. Uh, you know, these are people that uh, spend a lot of free time, and he just got sick. And, and part of the process was that, uh, you know, um, you know, um, he he missed the date too. You right. Know, and, all selections, Alberta, you know, in the summertime, you know, so people say, well, they can never be wrong. But the fact is they called us in, in it was the summertime and about our leadership campaign. So we didn't didn't follow our papers then. And we had to go back into them and show we did. So they can make mistakes, too. So, you know, everybody makes the assumption they don't make mistakes. Well, they do. And so we that's what we believe. That's where we're going to court. We think it's reasonable. Uh, we have more than a reasonable chance to be victorious. Um, my, my lawyers are very optimistic. And so am I. But there, you know, there's a whole bunch of other issues in the province we need to deal with, much more importantly. And we've talked about some of them, but what about the debt in the province? What about the problems of curtailment? You know, there's a lot of issues that are out there, you know. Even the other day in the legislature when, you know, when the, uh, the NDP and, uh, and, and committee decided to cut back funding to small parties. And that's about democracy. And this is also about democracy, putting in place draconian uh, changes to laws that uh, when someone has a zero zero expenses and, and zero um, um, fundraising um, to have this kind of a penalty um, is, is and even wait for four months to get notification is a bit ridiculous. Right. Well, th- those and those penalties have existed for a very long time. The penalties aren't new. The fact that the legislation now applies to nomination battles, that's, well, that's a change. The legislation is new. I'm sorry. The legislation is new. Five-year like penalties. Five-year penalties have always no, existed. No, no, no. But the legislation applies to, uh, applies to uh, nominations. Right, I that mean, part is uh, new. Even even then, it's uh, when it's you know you, have, you don't raise any money, you don't spend any money. I mean, what are we trying to do? The NDP were trying to keep black money out of the out of uh, out of politics. To be fair, I mean, look at the advertisers going on outside of outside of the parties. Um, we spent no money. You know what what is the, what's the intent of these things? There should be some reasonable intent with your with legislation. And this did not have any reasonable intent. Matter of fact, took away my rights as a as an Albertan. You believe the rules should not apply to nomination races? Then is that what you're saying? I think they need. I think there needs to be latitude given to uh, elections Alberta, rather than making it so cut and dry. When when you don't when you don't spend any money, uh, you don't raise any money. Um, I think it's a bit ridiculous to have a penalty that severe. 
So for the five other candidates for your party who were also um, banned then from running, is it all also, traceable also to the same process. circumstances? No, they're also going through a process of, I've talked to all of them, and they believe that they submitted the papers on time and that they were just, there was mistakes made. I'm not going to, listen, Elections Alberta have had to deal with a bunch of things. You know, the the uh, Wild Rose Party was eliminated, PC Party was eliminated, new election rules, UCB Party started. We've now become a, a, a much more, uh, you know, a party with close to 70, 75 candidates. We'll have 87. You know, it's become much more difficult for them. As a result, we understand they can make mistakes. And so we're not blaming anybody in this. And that's why we're going through the courts and we'll get this rectified. I mean, I think every one of our candidates I've talked to feels very comfortable that they submitted on time and that um, there's mistakes made. And that's what the process will go through. I'm just trying to understand how, how this happened to the Alberta party, but it didn't happen to, to any other party and their, their leader or the, any of their nominated I candidate. I can't speak to the other parties. I mean, you know, um, the NDP haven't, haven't had many candidates nominated, so I don't know about them. UCP, um, um, what they did, they did. I can't speak to what other parties do. But we do have an incredible group of candidates, uh, incredibly bright, amazing candidates who were uh, great representatives across the province. So I think that we have to realize that the, this is the intent of the process is to accomplish something, which is not to eliminate candidates when things are when things are wrong or improperly done. And that's what we believe this is. This legislation is poorly conceived and should be done in a way that uh, is reflective of what the penalty should be reflective of what the conditions are. Can you stay on as, as leader if, if this is not rectified? Well, it will be rectified. Well, I'm that's, that's your hope. Well, I'm not going to speculate. My belief is that we will, we will rectify it in court on the 22nd, and we will continue to be the leader. Um, all our candidates are excited. They're knocking on doors. Um, and whether, you know, this has been a, a difficult time, but it's also raised the, the profile of the party a great deal, and, uh, and it's energized everybody. Okay, but I mean, you're, 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 really excited. you're speculating on, on how the courts are going to interpret this. I mean, that's speculation well, too, isn't it? I'm going what my lawyers believe, um, and um, I go by what I look at the facts. So when is this going to be heard? What kind of a time frame are you operating on? Uh, next uh, next Friday. And when might there be a decision? We, we hope the same day. The same day? Mm-hmm. That would allow you and the other five to run, or is this just dealing with your situation? They're all going... They're going through the process right now, and they're meeting with their lawyers, and they're getting in front of the judges. I don't know their, their timing and their dates. Some will be along, some will be sooner, some will be later. I don't know. Lawyers are working with them, and wherever they need help, we're working with them to help them. So the case next Friday just involves you, not them? Yes, yeah, yeah. All right. So you, you, you don't have a plan B at this point, right? Well, we don't believe we need a plan B at this point. Well, I, I suppose we'll find out whether you do or not. Uh, in terms, then, of changes to the uh, the act that pertains to all of this, what would you like to see changed? Well, the, what they should have is there should there should be some latitude given to Elections Alberta. If you're going to have a bureaucratic organization of confidence in, there should be some latitude to them. You know, something which is interesting about this thing, we've had so much support. People are stopping me, pulling out of parking lots, and knocking my window, saying, "This is ridiculous." I mean, we, we were at an event the other night with uh, Chinese New Year's, and uh, um, they had applause for everybody. And mine was way higher than everybody else, and not that, that much more popular, but way higher. And everybody all night long was coming up to us. People see this as a real travesty. People see this as wrong. This is improper legislation. Legislation should be reflective of what we need to do as a society to make sure 
we deal with these things these things properly. And now all you see is advertising by outside money. And I'm, I'm assuming Sam in Calgary's in Edmonton. You know, I mean, this is the intent of legislation should be to accomplish something, not to be punitive for no reason. Okay, but what what needs to change? Look, well, we it... need to, we need to change the legislation so that it's reflective of the situation. We also agree that we need to keep improper expenditures and money out of politics. We also need to be realistic of what they should look like when uh, when they're when they're when they're put on the books to make sure they're done. You know, we want to make sure we're encouraging people to run for office. What we're doing now is telling people to stay away. It's really important that people see that there's a, a way in which you can um, do the kind of things necessary and, and step up in front and be, and be a candidate and not be punitively, punitively viewed when you don't do anything which you believe is wrong and don't hear about it for four months. Uh, what's the riding you're looking to run in or hoping to run in? Edmund, Edmonton McClung. And Edmonton McClung. Yeah. And, and look, I, mean, I would say this in, in, in your defense, uh, that if people want to judge you as a result of, of how you've handled this, that that's their prerogative. I think they should still have the choice. I, I do agree mm-hmm. it's unfortunate to deny people that choice and take you off the ballot. Uh, but again, I mean, it just gets back to the fact that we have legislation, spells out what the rules are, and spells out penalties for violating those rules. So I, I'm not sure specifically what it is that, that you want to change here. Well, we need to change the rules so they're more reflective of what's reality. If, for example, a candidate is nominated in a race where there's no competition, they spend no money, and for some reason, and I'm, we, were, we believe we were on time with our application, so I don't want to use it in our case, that there's latitude within the bureaucracy to say, well, that's reasonable. Right, because you still and can see can- that you needed, you needed to file something. Oh, yeah, sure. No, we're not arguing with that. But zero, 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 and zero is zero, 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 and zero. Why is there... Why is such a punitive punishment for zero, zero, and zero, and zero? Well, we don't know that it's zero until the paperwork's filed, right? Paper was paperwork. Well, the paper was, paper was filed, and it was, I think it was in the Calgary Herald the other day, from what I understand. It showed with zero and zero and zero. All the, all the lines were zeros. No money raised, no money spent. Right. But, I mean, in, until Elections Alberta sees that in writing, you can't they just... No, I know, but that's my last, point. Last year. They gave it to him last year. I mean, so... We gave it to them in September. This is January. We get a letter in early February. I don't know. I mean, I know they're busy, so I respect that. And I'm not going to throw anybody on the bus. I know they're busy, but it just, you know, it's four months to get us notice. We thought, we just assumed, as rightfully should have, that everything was in order. Paperwork mm-hmm. was in order. It was on time. Wouldn't you? Four months later? You haven't heard from anybody? Well, but you did. You heard Wouldn't from you? them in July. I'm asking you a question. Wouldn't you assume that... Uh, that if you've handed paperwork in four months ago, that you hadn't heard from anybody, that everything is in line? Well, if it truly been that long, I might wonder. But... No, it was that long. was that long. Okay, but they sent you a letter in July. But July has nothing to do with September or, or January. We never received anything after September, to my knowledge. Okay, well, okay. you weren't aware of the July letter. When did you become aware of the July letter? Well, I received the July letter, and I, I told you, I received the July letter, and we gave it to our CFO. Oh, so you were aware of it the whole time? Well, yes, and we filed our paper, what we believe, on time. Okay. Just like in, 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 in the summertime when they said that we did not file our papers um, on time, and we, and we went back in and showed them we did, and they said, oh, okay, sorry, we made a mistake. 
you know, um, we don't want to argue the details either. We're going to go to court. I'm not here to argue with you, but we're going to go to court and be resolved in court, and we believe we'll be victorious then. And well, so that, and, yeah. That's and, the best. Right. I mean, I mean so. the details matter in understanding what happened here, and, and sure. again, and whether whether you've been treated unfairly at all through through this process. So that's what well, I'm trying to establish here not, is, is what happened. We're not, we're not looking to blame anybody. We think we were on time, we, but we do also believe that the, the legislature is draconian, that it should be much more reasonable in dealing with people, and that... Um, um, you know, it's unfortunate that the um, Elections Alberta um, took four months to get us notification and the timing of that notification. But unfortunately, maybe they're very busy. I don't know. I haven't talked to them about, about this. But the fact is, is that we need to go to court and rectify this. That's part of, part of the legislation. So we're going to use the legislation as we should be. And we will show that we were correct. Go to court and then we'll, on the 22nd of February and we'll be victorious. And we really appreciate talking to you. It helps us get our story out. Well, we'll see what happens in nine days then. Stephen Mandel, thanks for joining us here this afternoon. You're great. Thanks very much. I look forward right. to talking to you soon again. Thank yes, you. indeed. Okay, that is uh, Stephen Mandel, leader of the Alberta Party, uh, former PC cabinet minister, former mayor of Edmonton. Uh, he maintains that they have been treated unfairly, that it is unjust, that he is prohibited from standing as a candidate as a result of all of this, uh, and is quite optimistic that a judge is going to see things his way come next Friday. And that may very well be the case. It, it does seem like a, a heavy-handed response, maybe disproportionate, to ban somebody from being a candidate for five years regarding um, basically what's filing the paperwork late. But at the same time, the rules exist the same for everybody. Everybody else managed to navigate all of this. How did the Alberta Party find itself in such a mess with the leader and five nominated candidates? All running afoul of this. I, I still don't understand how that party, and only that party, seems to have messed this up so badly. I don't know that I got a good explanation. But essentially, the explanation then that there was a screw-up, we don't think it's a big deal, we should be allowed to run. Okay, fair enough, and make that argument. And like I said to him, I mean, the voters should still be able to decide. If you think Stephen Mandel comes across looking a little incompetent as a result of all of this, then the voters in that riding can judge him accordingly. So, yeah, I, I do think he should be on the ballot. I guess we'll see what the judge says next week. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.